Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. You feel like there's always never-ending to-do list like nothing ever seems to get completely checked off and as soon as the alarm goes off in the morning you feel like the day is already behind before it's already begun you start ticking things off your list that you want to get done and then someone needs help with a consultation or your favorite client comes in the door or you need to run out and pick up the kids and then your list of priorities gets totally reshuffled or pushed to the side you often find yourself lying awake at night going through all of the things that you didn't get done and you wished you got done instead of focusing on the wins of the day, actually. So it leaves you feeling a little bit overwhelmed, stressed, and I guess always feeling behind in your business. This is a feeling I know all too well. It's one of the reasons I became a business coach, a salon business coach, because I actually see this behavior far too often. And as a salon owner, uh, we end up wearing too many hats and not having enough time to do all of the things that need to be done in your business, with your team. Don't forget your family and God forbid any time for you uh, if you're lucky to have any time left over. So that's why I wanted to introduce you to a good friend of mine, ever so lovely friend. She is the founder of Life is Organized. Now this is a company that helps female business owners know exactly what they need to do to become more organized and through her business this is what she does she's also a mum to two beautiful babies now she has a similar uh, career journey to me actually and I knew that what she had to say about helping business owners with balancing overwhelm balancing stress with all all the demands and distractions with your team uh, at work at home I knew it would be super valuable for you Uh, I know this advice is going to help you on this topic and leave you with strategies to make your business and life more productive. So let's jump in and hear what she has to say. Mithri, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Pleased to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. This is one of my favorite things. I get to speak to a really smart business owner like you. So thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, look, let's start with who are you? Where are you in the world? What do you do? And how did you get to be doing that? I am Rithu Parikh. It is so much easier to say after you've had a glass of wine. <laughs> uh, I am known as the stress squasher. My official title is, is productivity coach. I'm a mom of two and I live in Music City in the U.S., Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, a bit about myself, how I got into this was I spent my first decade of my career in marketing. And uh, I had the opportunity to stay home with my kids after we had a big move. I had two young kids and I thought, I've hit the lottery. This is awesome. I can finally leave that job. And I was home for a couple, for less than a year when I was like, this is not really, really the, you know, the, the fantasy I had in mind. I think I need to, to get back to work and do something else as well as being a mom. But um, that's sort of when the entrepreneurial bug hit. I was like, I don't want to go back to the corporate world. And so I started a business and 
Back then, my business was as a professional home organizer. I, my company is called Life is Organized. And so if, if probably everyone's familiar with what that is now, you know, actually going in home and doing closets and pantries and all that stuff, only to realize didn't love that as much as the coaching side of it. So I ended up coaching on home, home organization. However, um, about four or five years ago, I transitioned to productivity based on what I was going through as a business owner. I would get stuck in all the busyness, right? I would spend all this time on tasks I thought I should be doing instead of what would really make me successful. I was working on every part of my business. I was drowning in the weeds. I was perpetually overwhelmed, even though I had, I had a growing business, but it wasn't like the freedom and the flexibility that I thought I was signing up for. So I really just went on a personal journey, really nothing to do with business, changing my business, just how to get focused, how to be productive, how to manage my time, got trainings and certifications and all these things. And then essentially just move my business that way as I was able to grow my business, but with calm and serenity and systemizing and planning and back to like what I, what I imagined getting into business was supposed to be, you know? So, um, and that's now what I teach other women business owners to do. I really help them get out of the frenetic overwhelm and help them take control of their time and energy. Well, look, this is exactly why we are talking today, because we're kindred spirits. My journey is very similar to yours. Um, and now I help salon owners do exactly the same, because this is a life that, you know, um, to add chaos to the matter, you know, if you're a mother, uh, a wife, uh, a hairdresser or a beauty therapist, and you're a business owner, now, you know, you've got four hats all of a sudden, and most of hair and beauty salon owners are wearing the hat of being the stylist or the therapist and serving clients plus they've got a business and a team to run and this just creates chaos and disorder and overwhelm and stress and unfortunately too many people end up resenting their business or resenting their clients or resenting their whoever else that's important in their, their um, lives but it doesn't have to be like that so I'm super chuffed to be talking to you about this this is something that we need to overcome. And, and I think it's overlooked sometimes that it's a thing that we need to, uh, it's a skill we need to master. We're not born with this ability and business is not easy. It's not that we're doing it, uh, doing business wrong necessarily. We're just not organizing all of the balls that we have in the air. Would that be true? There's, yes, I'm so glad you said that because there is this belief, I think often that I'm just not born with this skill or I'm not wired that way. I'm not made this way. And it is 100% learnable for any, for the most disorganized person, for the most quote unquote chaotic person. It, these skills can be learned by anyone and anyone can master them. So it's just sort of a matter of you know, just knowing some of the strategies, putting it into practice, maybe having some accountability by your side and practicing, you can absolutely get there. So I just want to assure anybody listening. Yeah, because, <laughs> because I am not by no means born and some people are, are more naturally organized than others. I was not one of those people. Uh, and so I've had to learn it despite myself. And uh, it's a game changer. So I'm excited to talk about this. Let's talk about specifically when somebody finds themselves in overwhelm, uh, a little bit of life chaos, too many balls in the air. What are some things that we can do to get ourselves back on track? Okay, so I think the, the thing that we want to do, right, where 
we're really overwhelmed. There's all these demands and requests being thrown at us and we just, your head's spinning. You don't even know where to put your attention. So our kind of immediate reaction or innate inaction is let me just respond. Let me react. I've got to do all the things. Let me just get things off the list. Let me check them off. Let me, you know, put my head down. I'll do more, 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 more. And I think it's so natural as, as a response, right? And we think that in order to be successful, we need to have more doing. But I want to challenge you, if, you're, if this is you and you can relate to this, that I want you to start thinking and get into your mind that in order to be more successful in my business, I need to do more planning. Hello. Just me popping into this episode with a little message. If you want help implementing a strategy to help build and grow your team, then let's connect. Become the CEO you know is inside of you and know life is for living, not slaving. If you're committed to leveling up your business, maybe you've thought about working with me, but you're just not sure, then let me tell you who I work with. Maybe we're a match. I work with a certain type of salon owner, a salon or spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward. You have a team of four or seven or more and are already smashing seven to eight K a week or more. I help salon owners prepare and get to $19,000 a week. That's a million dollar business. If you're more than ready to step up and become a real CEO of your business, rather than just another day fully booked on the floor and the business just becomes overwhelming, and stressful. You know you want to grow a team and a sustainable business that's not centered all around you. A successful, predictable, profitable business that works without you. Not that you don't have to drive it, but it's not dependent upon you. You're willing to be open, coachable, put the right strategic systems in your business. You're a massive action taker. In 60 days from now, things could be completely different a year from now life and business could be better than you ever imagined if you want to have a chat see if we're a fit and salon mastery is right for you then dm me let's talk or you can find salon mastery application on www.salonownerscollective.com fill out the application i'll get it have a look through keen to find out more about you and your business all right for now let's go back to the episode and this is the counterintuitive thing that you'll ever want to do when everything's being thrown at you. When you feel like I have no time, the last thing you want to do is sit there and plan because it feels like so, so it feels like a waste of time, right? You're like, I don't have time for that. I just do to do, get it all done. But I promise, I guarantee that you can step back and reassess and reprioritize and just sort of you know, get your head on straight about what is the most important or what are the most important priorities for the day or what is going to drive my business forward this week or, you know, who all things seem important, but what is the most urgent truly? And if you can take that time to sort of plan those out, you're going to get yourself back in control. This is when you start empowering yourselves and you start feeling more confident because you're like, okay, wait, I know I can do all the things, but now I have a plan and now I have a plan of attack and now I have a methodology, right? And it just gives you this feeling of empowerment and this feeling of control. And I think that's what we lose sight of. We, we feel so out of control when it actually can be in our control. So my answer there is take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, step back when you don't want to, it doesn't feel like it and plan. Yeah, you're so right. Uh, planning is counterintuitive when the list is long and deep, um, but it's the planning and the organization of the lists that will set you free. I always say systems and processes will set you free. Whereas actually it's 
for those people that don't love systems and processes or think they don't love it, um, there's some kind of tension. I, I don't want to be organized. Uh, I, I, re I resist that, but it's actually that that will give us the freedom. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about maybe some, speaking of systems and processes, yes. systems that we can use, you know, tools and resources that we can use to manage. Because I think, you know, in business, we're smart entrepreneurial women. We can do all of the things. Mm -hmm. We just can't do them all at once. Right. Yep. Yeah. So some really basic things, and it's just, again, a bit of a mindset hack, a bit of a, an actual uh, hack, hack, like, like doing it, actually doing this, but this is really a habit of, of emptying out your brain and getting every thought. And I mean, every thought, even the things that you have done a hundred times, right? You know it, it's wrote, you know, it like the back of your hand, even those ones to get them out of your mind and get them on a list. And I'm going to kind of talk about, I think what I think is one of the easiest ways to do this is sort of like two lists. I call one is a master list and one of a sort of a top priority list. So you have these two lists, but let's start with this master one. And this is essentially your brain dump throughout the day. So especially being a salon owner, you know, really all of us, we are connected to our phones 24 seven. So I find the easiest place to do this is actually on our, on our phones because they're always with us or in our pocket. They're always, you know, they're, they're right there. And so even if you're with a client and you think of something, I mean, don't want to be really rude, but you might say, hey, is it really important? Or you can step away, go to the back, type it in. You know, there's a way to get it. Um, so I'm a really big fan of digital versus paper and pen because of that, because you don't have access to it all the time. What if you drop your coffee on your notebook? What if you leave it in the car? You know, it's just not with you all the time. So anytime you have a thought, I would suggest getting it down, get it on your phone. You, There's plenty of apps. And I won't even really get into all the list making tools because there's so many out there. There's Evernote, there's OneNote, there's Monday, there's Airtable, there's a million of them. And to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what the tool is. It's the strategy that you have to nail. You'll always find a tool, right? It could be a Word document. It doesn't matter. But you just want to get it down somewhere. And if you can get into that habit of constantly emptying out your brain, constantly getting thoughts out, what it does is that it makes room in your brain for new ideas, new creativity, but it also just kind of gives you peace of mind. Well, I haven't forgotten about that. I have it down somewhere. I don't have to, it's not going to, I'm not going to wake up at three in the morning because I don't, I forgot that thing. You just have it down. Now, I'm not saying it's all going to necessarily get done. We, you know, that's a whole nother step, but if you can just master, we got to go step by step, right? This is the first step. If you can master that, getting things out of your head, you're just going to see how much more free you feel during the day. So as this becomes a habit, um, so I'd say that's your one list, right? You have the list, but then I'd say keep a second list. And so it's so simple. It's just two, two lists. And that second list kind of goes back to that first, what we were talking about earlier was really taking that time to plan. And that other list is sort of just like your daily list, your daily plan. And I would say, keep it to up to five priorities at a time, which people are gonna be like, what? I have a hundred things I have to do. How can I pick five? Pick your top five that you want to get through first. And then when you're done with that girl, you got 95 others on your list. You can go take the other five, right? And I like to do work in five at a time and keep that as a separate list. And here's why the separate list is so important. Because you know, even if you're like, if I have my, my master list, and I have a hundred things on there I have to get done. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go pick my top five. Let me work on those first. 
your eyes keep going up and down to the other 95 of them and you start feeling overwhelmed and you can't breathe and you're feeling nauseous and you're just, it's so much. So if your eyes and your brain can just stay focused on this other little list of five, which by the way, could be a sticky note you carry around with you. It could be an index card. It could be on your phone, but it's something so simple. It keeps you focused because, you know, we overcomplicate everything and we make everything just, it's just even more um, chaotic. So let's just keep it simple the five, get through those and then do your next five. So it's a really simple system. Sometimes it's so simple that people, you know, your immediate reaction might be like, that's just too easy. And then you do it and you're like, okay, this really helps me stay focused. Yeah, for sure. And I think what I love about that is there's a sense of achievement when you tick off the five things. Like I need that achievement. Otherwise I feel like I'm on a treadmill and I never accomplish anything. So I think to be able to tick off the five things and go, I did that before you pick up the next five, super powerful. And also I'll tell you, we can fall into the trap of how do I pick five? So this is where a lot of people, we just get stuck. We're like, I have so many and all things created equal. I have 20 top priorities. And here's the truth. You might, you really might, you really might have 20 things that are top priorities. Fine. But you've just got to pick or put a stake in the ground. Just pick your five because what it's also helping you do is start honing your decision-making skills, which is a lot of also what keeps us stuck, right, in, in chaos because we just can't like pull the trigger on something, right? Or we start, we keep procrastinating it or we're thinking forward. So even this little act of just put a stake in the ground of five, it, it helps that decision-making. And also, like you said, it helps you feel like I got something, I'm a success. I got something done. I started and finished it. And now I can do my next ones. Because here's the issue, and I'll, uh, I'll end on this, on this point, but if you have 20 tasks on your day, let's say like for your day, you're like I wrote down 20 things out of my 100, and then you get to 14 of them, okay? Let's say there were small tasks, you got to 14, and it's the end of the day, and that's a lot. Like you did a lot of work, and you've been working hard. You put in so much effort and so much energy. What do you think about at night when you're going to go to bed? Yeah, all the six that I didn't do. Right. The six that you didn't do, right? And so even though you've worked hard, you've accomplished a ton, we'll just end up in this like negative power and this like negative energy because we focused on what we didn't. So that's another great reason of the fives because typically we can do five and maybe even if the next five, you only do three of the five, well, we've done eight of 10. So it feels really good, you know, instead of eight of 20. So um, it's just a little, little trick. They're like little psychological um, lifts for us to keep going and stay motivated. And, and we know as business owners, you know, we've got, we've got to keep that, that energy up and that motivation and that inspiration every day to show up as our best selves like day after day. So this is a really simple way to do it. I love that if I've done my five, I can go and pick some more from the fruit yeah. bowl, you know, like go and get some more and it's like extra credits. <laughs> All right. One of the challenges that we face is time. Um, and not being able to make the space for the priorities. What would you say around kind of uh, prioritizing, making space for those priorities? Mm -hmm. So here's a step that I think gets missed a lot. So let's say we, all right, I'm gonna do this brain dump every day and I'm gonna listen to this lady, I can't say her name, but I'm gonna listen to her and I'm gonna do this top five list. And where the gap typically is, is actually putting that on the calendar with realistic times. Okay. So often we're like, I have my five. All right. Totally got it. I'm going to do, I see my calendar. I see my clients on there. Okay. 
And in my mind, in my brain, because I'm a smart woman, they just seem to match up. Like somehow I think that all those five, I'm going to get, I'm going to complete them in between all my clients or my marketing or the other things I need to get done. It just, it makes sense. I'm telling you where we all go do it. It totally works. It seems like it on paper, but we haven't really put on paper because we haven't married what's on the list to the calendar. And that's where the breakdown happens. So that's when you really start thinking about, okay, so let's say, for instance, I do want to put up a post, a social media post today, or I need to follow up with some clients or whatever's on your list. And you really start thinking through how long this will take. So maybe this post is going to take me 20 minutes or this follow-up will take me 45 or creating that whatever, you know, newsletter is going to take me an hour and a half. And when you really start adding it up, now those five tasks, you have maybe four, three to four hours to, to complete them, Okay. And you're looking at your client, which your clients that day and other meetings you have, and you have maybe two hours left in your day in between. And now it's like the math doesn't add up. The four hours doesn't equal the two hours that you have. And what you do is that you risk, we risk failure all the time. We like self, we sabotage our abilities to be successful because we're simply not kind of like marrying the two. Like how long does this really take? And do I actually have time for it? So if you have four hours of tasks and only two hours in the day, you'll either have to scale back and say, I'm just going to do three, my top three for today instead of my top five, or just say, I'm going to do pieces of those five and break them down. You know, there's different ways, but that is really how you get those priorities to, to actually happen is you got to map it out. So make that time on your list, by the way, should not only be business things, it's, it's just as important, if not more important to go exercise or get your butt to the gym or go for a walk or meditate or spend time with your family without the phone at night or whatever else that you want to do, right? And those may be part of your top five. And when are you actually going to do them on the calendar? Like put them on there. Um, I find that a lot of times clients think this is, again, like sort of like feels like a waste of time. This is the planning. This is the planning I'm, I'm talking about. They're like, but this just takes time and I could figure this out in my head. And it's like, well, how's that working out for you? It's not, it's not, you know, it's not working out. So take that two, three, four minutes extra to actually plan it out on your day. That's a game changer. Um, I do that. It's the only way that I survive is my calendar. Everything is in my calendar. When I pick up my kids from school, when I need to take some medication, it's in my calendar. <laughs> Almost when I go to bed is in my calendar. It's not actually, but um, everything is in there because I have to be realistic about what I can and I can't do and what else I need to delegate. Or even just sometimes I have admin catch up. So there's a kind of a bit of compression time of things run over that I can catch up. I do usually do that on a Friday and it's always full. So uh, I'm a huge advocate for that. Um, and really thinking around, you know, priorities based on time. When does this actually need to be completed? And I can do that before the, the other one that I kind of secretly really want to do because I actually want to like doing that one. But this one actually needs to be finished first. All of those types of things. Uh, it is well worth the time invested in planning that out. Yeah. And you know what? You, you, make, you make a really good point. So I think that typically what a lot of business owners do is they put that the date when something has to be delivered, right? This has to go out on Friday. So like, oh, Friday, I need to get this out, you know? Or we are really good about putting our doctor's appointments and meetings and hair appointments and those, right? But then it's like that thing that had to be delivered on Friday, that deliverable, where was the time on Monday to, you know, create the outline and think about it? Where was the time on Tuesday to do the first draft? And where was the time on Wednesday to get the feedback from the team? And when was the time on Friday or Thursday to finalize it? 
those are the pieces that we're typically missing, right? To mm. actually get that work done versus it's, yeah, it's a meeting, it's appointment, we'll get that on, or we'll have a due date, but it's like that time to actually get the work done. So that I'm really glad you kind of mentioned that because that's what we're always missing on our calendars. And then we get into like a mess that we over, we over promise, you know, we have too many deliverables, we can't keep up, we fall behind and it's just a vicious cycle. I think for the hair and beauty industry, we have this sort of fantasy that we're going to run our business in the 15 minute gaps between our clients. Yeah. And I think that's just setting ourselves up for failure because like you say, you know, you can't, there's a lot of planning and pre-thinking to anything that you're going to do. You can't just sit down in 30 minutes and smash out a newsletter to your client base because it takes time and takes thought. And I don't know about you, but if I sit down to do a project, it takes me a good 15, 20 minutes to get in the zone. To really just think about all the pieces and really what do I want to say and how what order does it happen? Um, and then I'm in the zone. So I like to say that really if you've got a big chunk of work or there's a or a project that you're working on, I don't know about you, but I like a three-hour block because it takes me 20 minutes to get into the zone and I can get lots of things done and I can complete something to the end. And then it's a bit like after the end of a holiday, you know, like, or on a Sunday when you start to think about the next week. So the last 20 minutes before my next whatever, I start to come out of the zone and then start to look around and go, right, what's next? What's happening in my life? So you kind of need a big chunk because you lose half of it and just getting in the zone and out of the zone. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's funny. And, and what I love that is that you found your system and you found what works for you. I really different. I can't stay focused for three hours. I cannot, I just can't do it. Even if it's a thing I love to do, it's just really hard for me to find that time. So I actually like to chunk things down to much smaller, like 30 minute blocks, 40 minute blocks, 20 minutes, you know, usually 20, usually it's like 30 minutes to an hour, like kind of, and that I know that just works well for me. So that's really important because we've got to see like what works well with our energy levels. You know, uh, like you said, you're in the flow, you want to stay in the flow and that's great for me. It's stressful for me. So um, that's part of when you're, when you're coaching, it's, we all have our own, you know, ways that really, that just work well for us. And we want to work with our energy instead yeah. of trying to force things against it. But there are ways, right? We can, we can figure out what works well and then work accordingly but it's still going to come down to that planning because we all know whether you have three, three hours, whether you have 30 minutes, we can find, find ways to waste it all the time, right? We can find something to fill up our time. That's just not a priority. It's just not relevant. That's just not moving our business or our health or our relationships forward. So again, it's sort of like not the tool, but how long you have, but the strategy behind it. Yeah. I'm into that. Now, as a business owner yourself, what would you say is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you sort of super focused and, and moving forward? Yeah, this one's kind of random because it's really like a life quote, but I, I feel like it applies to business. So um, it's Maya Angelou's, everyone's heard it often, but um, people won't remember what you said. They'll remember how you made them, how you made them feel. Sorry, that was it. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, and I feel like that's so relevant, especially as business owners, because we can get so wrapped up into all the minutiae, into all the details, into so much, again, that's always on our minds and making us feel overwhelmed. And at the end of the day, we have to remember whether it's our clients or our team or our colleagues or our family, it's ultimately how we make people feel. So it's just like stepping back out a bit. Sometimes let's get out of the chaos. Be like, you know what, just how do I make other people feel? Yeah, I love that. I love that a lot. What is a, a book? a resource, a podcast, or something that you can share with that you think all salon owners should get their hands on, business owners? 
Um, so my, I could not figure out, I couldn't think of one book. So my most recent book that I loved is called No One Succeeds Alone by Robert Refkin. And he is an entrepreneur who started Compass Real Estate. But anyway, he was, it's just a fascinating story of uh, just, just never giving up and how he's built this. And he was, he was just amazing. And then I'm just gonna have to say, uh, my productivity on purpose podcast is something everyone should listen to too. So <laughs> great. I'm gonna make sure we've got the link to that on the show notes of this episode so we can find you and stalk you on that topic. Give us your socials and your dub dub dub. Where can we find you? Uh, and so we can for, find out more about what you do. Well, great. Well, the best way to connect is really uh, come, on over my, come on over to my website where you can learn all about me. I'm at lifeisorganized.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. But it's I the same. Love, yeah, but come over to the site. You'll find the podcast, my book, a lot of uh, free trainings, a lot of great resources. All right. Amazing. Um, Mithri, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has been a great chat right up my alley. And I think it's one of the kind of the very first things that get in our way as a business owner. Uh, as, uh, just these really simple but sort of highly overlooked tools all of the other business strategies kind of come after this so i really appreciate your insights today well i really appreciate you sharing me with your audience thank you and that's a wrap thank you so much for your time on the podcast as a salon owner it's super important to prioritize your tasks and strategies and make sure you're filling your day with the right things running a busy business isn't easy and in order to be successful we need to stop trying to do all of the things. Otherwise, we burn out in all areas of our lives, and this is not a win for any of them. So if you're after some support and advice in your business, getting life back on track, then I'm definitely here to help. I want to help you feel more productive and organized and ready to lead your salon team. I work with salon owners who are looking to become a true salon CEO. So if you're ready to step off the floor and off the mouse wheel and into your role as a salon CEO, and truly start prioritizing working on your business instead of in it. And of course, regain some work-life balance. So I'm here to help. So if this sounds like you and you want to truly say goodbye to a life of overwhelm and stress, then I have left the apply now button on the show notes of this episode. If you want to chat, you'll know where to find it. Otherwise, thanks for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you same time, same place on the podcast next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.